Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the box set pod. This is Howell and Jamie. We're just waiting for Matthew Wanless to join us. He's uh, Mm. busy. And um, I thought... Now would be a good time to mention that I have I've begun working on a new theme tune for the podcast, a new version of the old theme tune, in fact. Um, it was called Back Legs. The, the title of the track that we've used for the theme tune in the past for the last four years is Back Legs, and that's because I, I was looking at my rabbit running around the living room when I wrote it. Um, so Back Legs, Back Legs 2019 is currently, well, it's ready to be unveiled. Wow. What do you what do you expect? I'm, th- I'm expecting something a lot more epic, uh, strings, power ballad, um, yeah. something a bit like to power, relate really. something that sounds a bit like to power would would sing. Bit of sax as well. I'd say you're going to be eighty percent disappointed then, because uh. uh, it's definitely more epic. But I think I've gone in the direction of. Um, uh, it's it's sort of a um, it's a bit like a it's a bit funkier. It's funkier. I thought we needed a more cheerful theme tune. Okay, yeah, less serious. So, yeah, and also I think you know because they're uh, well, I've, I've put. I'm not sure if it's cultural appropriation or not, but I put uh, some South African, it. some South African singers on at the start of it as well. Ah, you'll be all right. Um, I'm not sure what it is that they're saying. I think it's T. Oh, hi Matt. Hi, hi Matt's Matt. joining us now. So, uh, just talking about the new the new box set pod theme tune. Uh, Are we recording already? Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Cool. Hi. Hi everyone. Uh, There's a little preamble. Uh, I've done a new version of the box set pod theme tune, um, and I think I've made the right decision in having some South African singers at the beginning of it. Are you sure they're South African? You're definitely absolutely sure about that? 100%. Just checking. 100%. South African singers. Um, now, the only setting on uh, Apple Loops when you use South African singers' effect is um, they're saying a word that I think is Timo. But I'm not sure. So if we, uh, I've not, I, I couldn't get them to say box set. If we can imagine that, that would be great. Shall I? Shall I just start it? Yeah, I'm. In, I'm intrigued. Still working on. It's a seamless transition from African vocals to um, jazz, jazz ballad. 
well, I agree. I agree completely. That and, um, is very strange. And I mean, the end, it just gets better and better. So welcome to the Box Set Pod. Um, very exciting. It's a whole new world, new theme tune, new stuff, and a new pog- a new box set to talk about, because Jamie challenged us to watch um, Succession last mm. time. It's not even that new. It's been, uh, this is the second series is, is out now. Mm. But um, it, first uh, series it's... only launched in August, so it's uh, it's only a year old. No, oh wow, wow! I looked it up last night. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I I, okay. I, I did look it up because um, well, I got into a rather lengthy discussion with some of my friends about uh, I, I mean, I won't go, I won't bore you with the detail, but basically, I said to them because they they've been badgering me to watch it, and I said, uh, it's your fault that I haven't. <laughs> and I, I, I told them that, that they should have oh, alerted me to its presence sooner. Yeah. Uh, and then they gave quite compelling evidence that they told me about it a long time ago. <laughs> um, so, uh, but I, I looked uh, it up. It only, uh, yeah, only broadcast for the first time in August 2018. Uh, oh. Succession is uh, new to me and Matt. Jamie has been on it for a while. And I'd like to, uh, clearly, we're all going to agree on this. Um, I, I love it. I cannot stop watching it. I'm halfway through the second series already. Yes. Back oh, you fucker. Back. Oh, I just, I mean, it's just divine. Yes. Yeah. Why don't you give us a synopsis of the plot, Howell? All right. Imagine we're looking at a sort of Donald Trumpian or Rupert Murdochian sort of family as kind of right wing, uber capitalist, billionaire uh, family uh, in New York. And essentially the dad, the boss of the family, gets ill in episode one. And the question arises about who his successor would be. What's going to happen to the, to the company in the future? And to say any more than that would be uh, spoiling anything, I think. But to say that all of his children are equally fascinating, interesting and hilarious <laughs> characters. It's been written by the guy who wrote Peep Show from Elmsmere Ports down the road from here. Yeah, uh, he wrote Peep Show, he's written for Veep, and he's written for The Thick of It. The Thick and, of It in the loop. Uh, yeah. And, and it you, definitely you feels, feel that. I, yeah. I, I feel like it's a, a little bit softer in a good way, or it's less heavily, uh, less hev- heavily satirical. Yeah, than, there's more drama than satire at times, isn't it? Well, it's more dramatic yeah. anyway, and... You know, and it, the comedy comes from the characters, so it's kind of you, yeah. you you buy this world entirely, and you kind of also buy that these characters can pr- probably exist and are even worse in these kinds of families. Uh, but the 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 line that it what the reason I love it so much the line that it walks between making you love and hate somebody at the same time is just yeah. like constantly constantly engaging. I mean that I think my favorite character has got to be Tom. Um, oh yeah, I mean, it's, it's no, Tom's too. brilliant. So far. <laughs> yeah, played by uh, Matthew McFadden, who um, is like the, the husband of uh, of uh, one of the uh, heirs to the, the the throne, so to speak, and is such a desperate individual. But his story and his journey, and in season two, he has some of the best. It gets even better for him. His journey gets even more funny and <laughs> ridiculous and sad and tragic and pathetic. Yeah. Um, what I love so about him because. And first, let, let me also say that I'm only on episode two, so please, oh, no spoilers. Okay. Right. Uh, there was already a minor one there where you said that he's married to Shiv, which uh, we don't Oh, know Jamie! But, oh, um, shit, yeah, sorry. 
uh, <laughs> I what I love so far about him is that this this kid. So in, in in the first episode, to give it a little wider synopsis, we meet um, the the Roy family, um, headed by Brian Cox's Leonard Roy. What's his name? Uh, maybe Leonard. Is it? It's Logan. not Leonard. I don't think. It no, is. Logan, Logan. Logan Roy. Thank you. Uh, his sons Kendall, Roman, and his daughter Shiv, and then this kid, cousin Gregory, who kind of appears out of nowhere. You see him getting high and um, throwing up into the uh, <laughs> yeah. the mask of a kind of um, Disney type character that he's uh, playing in a in a children's theme park. Um, he and... feels like the most obvious character that would be in like a Veep or a Thick of It. Episode, yes, he does. He? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But what I love is um, the way that uh, Tom, who's uh, yeah Shiv's boyfriend at this point, uh, is so meek and um, humble in front of uh, um, Logan Roy, mm-hmm. and like he's trying to give him a gift. It's his birthday throughout the entire yeah. thing, and he can't summon up the fucking nuts just to go over him and say here's your birthday <laughs> present yeah but yeah. then when gregory comes in he just starts fucking with him so mercilessly like he keeps <laughs> just he, he keeps saying to it saying things awful things to him and the kid's like what and he says no no i'm just fucking with you i'm just fucking with you. but i will kill you yeah. <laughs> no, no, just fucking, you know, he's just constantly taking them, ripping into pieces. It's hilarious. There's a kind of um, a love story between those two now that develops. Uh, yeah, their in a way. relationships it's really. Interesting. I don't want to know anymore. I don't want to know any more about how it goes on from there. <laughs> yeah. Um, mean, well, you're not going to be yeah. disappointed if you're enjoying that dynamic now. You're not going to be disappointed. Put it that way. It's, but I've, uh, I've got to say, Leah, like I say, I'm only two episodes in, and I was begging Hannah to stay up and watch a third last night. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, and she wouldn't fucking do it. She yeah. doesn't love me. Um, no. and uh, I, but I'm just instantly it, it it took minutes before it's like oh this is good this yeah. is good it's just brilliant the writing's so slick and it's so tense the whole time like mm. at the moment everything's kind of hanging in the balance in this sort of elaborate corporate um, yeah and i suppose we should say the main character is is his uh youngest son i think maybe Kendall. anyway kendall's the it's kind of main character of this thing, and um, I was I was interested in what you uh, guys thought of him as a character, especially at this point where you're at, Matt. Are you do you like him? Do you what do you what do you think of him? Are you going well, to Ken, uh, Kendall? I mean, I, I've also just realised I've, I've omitted one of his brothers, the uh, the older brother. Is it James? Uh, oh, of course, yes. Who's played who, by uh, the guy from Spin from City, Ferris Bueller, as well? Yeah. Yes, he is from Ferris Bueller, isn't he? God, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and um, no, at the moment you kind of feel like Kendall is uh, getting a little bit shafted early on because mm. he's kind of been presented as the heir to the throne, and then mm. very quickly that's all taken away from him, and he's in the middle of this uh, kind of horribly high-powered corporate deal um, mm. where everyone is just being such a cock to each other, <laughs> and. Uh, it, it it really I mean the the thing that both Hannah and I said to each other after we finished watching it was like it, why would you want to be a part of that world Oh mm. I know I mean yeah the dynamics of the family are fascinating and you know um, is it uh, yeah Kieran Culkin the sort of youngest that runs of the litter his sort of he's almost the most 
um, defensive with a lot of them because he's the youngest defensive. defensive. Like he's always he's always he's always insulting someone. He's always having a go. He's really cynical. Oh, offensive. Right, right. Sorry, yeah. 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 Um, and you know that family. You know that this Logan Roy, played by Brian Cox, brilliantly. It was just a bully of a father and a bit of a tyrant and created this competitive, horrible hostility within the family to grow up within. And yeah. that's why they are the way they are. And you really you really see that develop and really see they explore that dynamic really well within the show. Yeah. I, I, was, I was listening to, because um, Adam McKay, who's directed a few of the episodes, is one of the sort of producers of the show, uh, was doing a roundtable discussion about the show. And he's saying how a lot of the scenes are improvised Really? And oh no! Yeah, way. well, yeah. They did, well, there's some improvisation because he likes a lot of improvisation, as we know, yeah. in his work. And he said there's a scene where they were at the dinner table, and he had to convince some of the more classically trained actors within the team. And I, you know, we talking about Brian, Brian Cox, Cox at that point. Yeah. To improvise, he said, "No, I'm not doing that." He's like, "I don't, I don't improvise." And he eventually, <laughs> he said he was like quite tense for a while, but eventually the atmosphere eased up and he, he, play, he played along with the idea. And, and some of the best moments they got out of some of the dinner table scenes and whatever was the improvisational moments. Like there's also a scene, uh, I, I, it's not, this isn't giving anything away to you, Matt, don't worry, where, um, where um, uh, uh, what's his name? The uh, Kendall Roy is. Why do I feel like this is, in... is going to give something away? <laughs> no, no, he's just he's in the toilet and he just lets rip in the toilet, like as a little bit of a meltdown in a toilet scene, and that was all improvised. Him trashing this toilet, and then and then the way he oh, that's it up, in the episode I've just seen. Is it? Well, that scene yeah. is completely improvised, and the moment where he puts everything back in its place again, yes. like a good boy, <laughs> yes. that just sort of sums his character up perfectly. Yeah, because he, he, yeah, he, he obliterates the bathroom, and then yeah. the next shot is of him like sweeping it all up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, it, so it was really fascinating seeing how it's a mixture of like really great writing, obviously from Jesse Armstrong, but also the playful playing with these characters within like that world, having that freedom. So it's so really well Will done. Ferrell, Adam McKay, and just Will to say, Ferrell. Just Jesse Armstrong is the creator, not not the not the sole writer. There's quite a lot oh, of writers. No, there's yeah, a lot yeah. of writers, yeah, including um, um, Lucy Preble, who wrote um, uh, Billy Piper thing with the prostitute, Secret oh, Diary of the Cool Girl. Right, yeah, okay. And she's a playwright. Yeah, just to mention. Uh, um, Will Ferrell and Adam McKay have really turned a corner in terms of producing stuff haven't they uh, the uh cheney they produced um you mean did uh, anyone dick, watch Vice. That? dick Vice, Vice. Sorry. thank you <laughs> <laughs> got there in the end um they also have done um dead to me have either of you watched dead to me we yeah, we've talked that. about Dead to Me. Yeah, sorry about my cat, by the way. Very vocal tonight. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Dead to Me. They produced that as well. They seem to have uh, gone down this brilliant, almost mature um, route compared to Anchorman and the, uh, uh, Ricky Bobby and Talladega Nights and all that stuff. Um, and are really providing the world with a, a new. Uh, or really getting on board, at least, with kind of what Armando Inucci has been doing um, with a kind of drama comedy, which is so good and so mm. well made. It's nice. It's nice. Well, I'm uh, very excited about this. It's, it's what I'm going to be doing for the next few weeks. It is yeah. one of the shows that, I, you know, that I, it's interesting because you two usually kind of are, are opposites at times when it comes to shows. 
But this is something that I think it unites no matter where, where you sit on the spectrum of what's your favourite kind of TV. Yeah. It works for, for everybody in a lot of ways. It's hard not to enjoy this show, isn't it? Yes, I, yeah. I would think And apparently so. um, Meryl Streep's going to be in Series 3, so that's good news. <laughs> are, you, are, you, are you lying? Or? Of course I'm fucking lying. They wouldn't I did wonder uh, whether you would manufacture some kind of bullshit reason to be on the other side of the, uh, yeah. of the aisle on this one. <laughs> no, it's magnificent. It's, uh, there, is no, there is nothing to trim in this. It's just really nice to watch something where you think, God, I hope there's 20 series of this. <laughs> <laughs> it's really nice um, Matt sent round this week a link to uh, The Guardian who have an article oh, yeah. of top 100 box sets um, let's, 100 uh, TV shows not box sets because they're not, they're not just limiting it to drama yeah and I mean shall I read them all out or just the top 20 do you think let's just go top 20 I mean, well, okay, maybe the top no? ten. I don't know. I think <laughs> just listening. All things. right, less. South Park's radio. at forty-two. Brass Eye, Peter Geddon is at thirty-seven. These are things that I think if you've never seen, you really should. Um, uh, if Jamie will be glad that the uh, the office is in uh, the US version of the office. Brilliant. Significantly of... lower down than the uh, the UK office. That's yeah. right. Um, all of uh, David Attenborough's stuff really is in there. The Daily Show with John Stewart. I was glad that that's in there. That's up there in the twenties. And then we get to number twenty. Have we? Let's see if we've seen these things. So OJ made in America. Is this yeah. the one? But was this the John Travolta one? I don't think it no, was. No, this is a documentary. It's a two-part documentary that uh, was on HBO, I think. Right. And uh, it was on here on Sky Atlantic. I watched it. Yeah, it's really good. Really this good. is one of the few in the top uh, thirty that I haven't seen. And it really that... explores like the uh, the sort of the that the whole race relations around that time and um, and looks at sort of not just the OJ situation but you know everything else politically going on. It's really good. I'm going to seek that out. What what would um uh, oh, no I've forgotten now. Um, okay, well at number nineteen, the Vietnam War. This yeah. was the documentary that was made by PBS, wasn't it? And Ken Burns. Yeah, it's on Netflix. I've watched it. It's really good. It's a ten-part series, uh, yeah. narrated by Peter Coyote. Anyone who loves a history documentary will know. Yeah, uh, he's great. He's got a um, great voice. That's really good. Martin Sheen yeah. saying how much he loved this on the West Wing Weekly. Uh, he did indeed. Yeah, he went yeah. on about it for quite a while. So I started that made that. it sound like I was bored with him saying it, but he just did talk about it for, <laughs> for quite a long time. It's all right. It's very interesting. Right. It made me watch it. Yeah. Um, I the... finished it, actually. I need to finish that. Me too. I watched a couple of episodes before we went to Vietnam last year, which explained a lot about why people look at you like you're a piece of shit when you're in Vietnam. Yeah. Um, at number 18 is Girls, which is a great TV series. Just loved it. I didn't like it at first. Love it now. Uh, yeah, it's wonderful. It was. Uh, I, I went to see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood this weekend. Oh, yeah. Uh, what, do yeah. Think? what do you think? Let's talk about that in a minute, but go on. Go on. Yeah, no, it was just nice to see Liam Dunham on the screen again because yes. I haven't seen her in anything for ages. Yeah, it was quite... But it's so shocking... Um, you instantly, a bit like with Meryl Streep, you instantly go, oh, there's Lena Dunham, don't you? Know, you literally turn to each other. Oh, Lena's on. She's very unique. Number 17 is one of Jamie's favourites, Deadwood, which um, oh, I've, watched, like, I've only ever watched a few episodes. Yeah, me too. It's brilliant. They basically need to get that off of... Oh, no, it's on Now TV, I think. It's brilliant, and they, they released Is it, is it a, all on there? 
Yeah, uh, is it? It was. It was when a couple of years ago when we were last talking about this. No, it wasn't because um, I had to steal it from somewhere. Oh no, I think it's on there now. Then okay, yeah. yeah. They released a fight a film recently that was a sort of like sequel ten years later in Deadwood's world. This right. year came out and it was really well done. Even oh yeah, felt like they left it open for some more. Like it, it, it was a shame that the show ended after three series. It did feel like it had unfinished business, so it was kind of nice that it kind of uh, gave these characters a bit more space to, you know, go somewhere again. Uh, it's yeah. really good. It is re- really. It's hard to get into because the language is quite. Um, it can be quite hard to kind of concentrate. <laughs> you know, it's very kind of difficult to immediately, you know. <sighs> connect with but it right. once you get into it it's so good and you know ian mcshane is just bloody brilliant in it he's like when the you best say thing. the language are you saying the swearing no not the swearing oh. you know the way they talk in it there's a, there's a, a style oh, okay. of dialogue in the show that i think is quite it alienates people at the beginning because you have to get used to the way they talk so it's a certain like style of dialogue Right. It's something that I found with Lauren. My I wife. think I remember us talking about this. Don't they? That they have certain modern phrases in there, but then yeah, right, yeah, yeah. It, it was like a sort of bun- there were a bunch of anachronistic things in there. I think if I if I remember, I might be remembering this completely wrong. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, we had a conversation. Jamie's explained about the um, the swearing about they used really offensive stuff because they. Would have been, oh, okay, never mind, forget it. Because they would have been, they use yeah. comparatively offensive stuff now. They use the C word now because that's how offensive oh, damn yeah, would have yeah, been. Like, yeah, yeah, god damn it back then would have been mm. a, lot more, a lot more like fucking cunts or something like that. Yes, that's um, right, I remember now. But yeah. that, that, that wasn't really the, the point uh, about that, it was just the language in general in it is quite hard to kind of uh, crack and get, in, get used to. But it is brilliant, yeah. you should give it a go. All right, well, at number 16 is Nighty Night. Did, no. uh, did you watch it? It's Jill Tyrell, who you know from lots of comedy. Um, and uh, Sally... What's her name? Sally... Phillips? Uh, oh, it's Sally Not Phillips. Sally Phillips. It, no. yeah, Julia Sally Phillips, yeah. Julia Davis. Julia Davis, is it? Oh, Julia Davis is the actress. Jill Ty- Ty- Tyrell is the yeah, character. Why am I calling her Sally? Did she do something recently called... Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Anyway, Nighty Night. Anyway, it was, very, uh, it was very good. I remember it. Yeah. Yeah, she was in lots of comedies. Um, and started with um Steve Coogan doing. And lots she's she's married to Julian Barrett, isn't she as well? Is she really? Well, isn't that lovely? I think isn't so. that lovely? Um, well, we obviously need to watch that. So that's Nighty Nighty Night, which was from two thousand and four to five. Which is, uh, there we go. It's about cancer. I should keep away from that one. Uh, episode fifteen, The West Wing. This, for me, should have been in the top 10. I yeah. don't know how it is in number 15. Really yeah, cool. I mean, you know, like, like I said to you, uh, top 20 is makes it just about acceptable, but yeah, should be high. Should be yeah. high. Uh, curb Your Enthusiasms at number 14. Jamie can't curb his about this show. <laughs> you know what? The thing is, I haven't watched the latest stuff, so um, and I don't really. I'm not tempted to, which I find weird because I do like it, and yet mm. I still I don't feel the urge to to delve back in. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know Have if I've seen... said this before, but like Curb Your Enthusiasm, I watched the first season of it and I loved it so much. Mm. But I understand what you're saying because I didn't want to watch any more. 
because I kind of can't deal with it. I love it, but I can't deal with it. Yeah, I've I've yeah. never been able to deal with it. Uh, I don't. I didn't hate it, and I do. I find the situation. Oh, it's brilliant. It's unconscionably funny. brilliant. Yeah, but it's too uncomfortable. That. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. Um, what one of the funny things about the American accent is that when they say the word duty, they say duty, <laughs> which brings us on to number thirteen, line of duty. <laughs> that is too high. That is way too high, man. That shows that shows pretty Indeed. good. This but is it's where nothing you nothing like the quality that we're talking no. about in this top twenty. This is where you can piss all over the Guardian's top twenty, which is bound to be pleasing the. Woolly lefty parents, baby boomers sitting on their chair now thinking how great they are because they voted Brexit. i tell you what's um, good, though, is that Happy Valley is above it. Where is Happy that? Happy Valley is above it. Oh, yeah. Well, we'll get to, we'll find yeah. out. At number 12 is 30 Rock. Jamie has watched all of 30 Rock. I've right. watched a few episodes. Matt's watched oh. it. I've uh, watched the first four series. Ah, right. It's great. It's great. At number 11 is ironic. Don't go and watch this TV series if you are looking for a hoot and a giggle because the name is misleading. At number 11, it's Happy Valley. Apparently not as happy as it sounds. Is that correct? Yeah. Great show. Well, brilliant, yeah. That is great. I really need to watch it. I just, you know, I get enough of miserable northerners um, in my everyday life, which is, yeah, I need to get on you. I don't think of it as miserable northerners. I mean, there's definitely that aspect to it, but um, it's just a really good cop show as well. Mm, yeah. Much better than Line of Duty. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I just had to give my wife my car keys because yeah. I've left my car. I think that's true. I think that is very true. Like, it is better than Line of Duty. It's so, it's so much more, got much more going on, and, and it's a lot less about the twists and the turns. And there are yeah. twists and turns, but it's not like that's the. Yeah. You know, that's yeah, it's the, not the, the whole reason that it exists. Yeah, Community was, is a great TV series, and one star of that was Don, Donald Glover, who went on to do well. He did, does anything he wants. He's a rapper. He's a singer. He's a an actor, a serious actor. I always prefer him when he's being funny. But Atlanta is the title of a uh, of his foray into dramedy. As have you watched Guardian it? Writes. Uh, no. Yeah. No, you've watched it, Jamie. I, I yeah. started watching it and then I stopped because I wanted to see if Hannah would come along with me, and then she's fucking sabotaged me again. <laughs> but I will get back into that show because I, I was really enjoying it, and yeah, I great. love Donald Glover, but he pisses me off. He is so good at everything. I know. I know. Have you heard of his music? Yeah. He's very good, isn't he's he? He's phenomenal. He's amazing. This is why Matt gets angry at me if you ever wonder. <clears throat> the exact yes, same that's exactly reason. why. At number nine, uh, it's the Peep Show, as previously discussed, um, written by the same Jesse or created by the same Jesse as um, Succession. Peep mm. Show, uh, you've watched them all, haven't you? But both of you watched them all. No, I haven't watched them all. That is another show like Curb, where I yes. love it and it's brilliant. But I, I don't, like if it's you on, feel like I'll you know the style. Of it. The style's so unique in both Curb and Peep Show. 
that you feel like you know what you're going to get on some level, even if every time you watch it, it's amazing. Well, no, don't put words into my mouth. That's not well, how I feel. That's how I feel about it. I go, I go, yeah, they do the camera thing, and that it ostracizes me quite often. But whenever I watch it, I go, it's, it's just brilliant. Same with Curb. Once I start watching an episode, I can't stop watching it. To me, it's just the uncomfortability. And that, that's why um, I love The Office so much, I think, because there's 14 episodes of it, and that's it. Mm-hmm. And I can just enjoy those and move on. Move on. But uh, at number eight is uh, Fleabag, which is a recent one. And mm. um, but I think and and whenever they do these top hundreds and stuff, obviously you're always going to get a recent one in there, and it gets a bit annoying. For example, Line of Duty. <laughs> in a hundred years, Line of Duty ain't going to be in the no. top twenty of this list. Um, but Fleabag, it's hard to imagine how Fleabag will. Uh, not be seen as absolutely brilliant even yeah I, I agree with you it jars because it feels so recent and it's like surely there must be something better but actually when i when i think about it if i really do it's like it, it is fucking brilliant that show so yeah. I, i'm i'm fine with it um a uh, uh one that we've discussed enough game of thrones is at number seven game of thrones i'm glad it's in there because i know obviously a lot of negativity at the end of the final series but it's still been epic tv it's been it's been you know incredibly just entertaining and it's grabbed the whole of the world along with it mainly and it's been a cultural shifting kind of tv show in the way it's really you know well, it has it's it's taken over the world it it's, has and it deserves yeah, it just has the you create something and and it you know i talk a lot about chaplin and disney taking over the world and the p- things that managed to do that that you could almost be in you know john snow could kit harrington could walk in pretty much any country in the world and someone would go oh my god it's john snow that is an incredible achievement for a piece of uh, piece of telly yeah. yeah, I mean, it wouldn't be in my in my top twenty, but I can't deny it, its place uh, in in the world now. It's it, you know, it is phenomenal. Yes, you can be here, but I will not smile at you. Number yes. six, The Office, UK is at number six. I would not put that in my top twenty. Controversial. Oh. I think it's very good. I just. Maybe it's just because I don't really like Ricky Gervais very much. I think I think if you really gave it, when was the last time you watched the the Office? Yeah, I've watched it quite a bit. I have just, watched it, it quite a bit. If you, go, if you go, but yeah, uh, I'm not sure. I'll go back. You go back in there because it's um, pretty special. When you go you do back, forget in, you forget how go, good, just how good yeah. it is. Yeah, particularly you know, and and and. Um, yeah, I, I do. I think I'm, I'm right when I say this. Like the the Christmas specials, the two special episodes that they did oh. were because the first one wasn't that great. Mm. I think it made the second one feel even better than it was at the time. But I watched them again recently, and it still feels the same. It's just the second one is just a masterpiece. It really is. To to tie that whole thing off in the way that it did was uh, yeah, it's a, it's a special thing. Okay, okay, I'll go back. Um, blah, 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 blah. Number five, Breaking Bad, love it. Yes, I uh, mean, yeah. Uh, it's she... another one like Game of Thrones for me. I wouldn't put it in my top 20, but it's... Uh... In, oh, not even in the top 20? No, I don't think so. 
nothing. I think it might be interesting for us to compile uh, a top 20. Yeah, that would be (laughs) interesting. And uh, just do a bit of comparison behind the scenes and then uh, present something. Mm -hmm. The thick of it is at number four. Fantastic piece of work. But now I've watched the thick of it. Seriously, people, succession. It's just, you know, go for it. Uh, Number three is Mad Men, which I'm currently on the final series on for the second time. And I I just can't tell you how every time I watch it, it's relevant. Brilliant. um, I'd even forgotten the scene. Do you remember a scene where Roger Sterling actually blacks up? Yeah. Where's a wedding? Yeah, the wedding. Oh, yeah. Um, and uh, it's almost like every day somebody brings up a debate with me. Somebody brought up today the stuff around the um, Canadian president. Trudeau. Um, Trudeau. And um, and they were talking about would it be okay if you went as Aladdin and you browned up compared to Black or if you were like all of these, this stuff was being debated. I'm like, Mad Men dealt with this 10 years ago. Go and watch it. And it's almost every day that some something is brought up in this. Um, I mean, did it though? It didn't exactly deal with it, it just depicted it. Um, it, well, you know, I think you'll, this is my point. When you watch it again, you notice the things that they say around that, which without having to be on the nose with, like, now we're having a debate about this. Um, it's the the disdain that the, that certain characters have for that, including Don Draper, is completely not interested and finds it disgusting and offensive. But he doesn't have to sit and explain the reasons for it. He just right. has to show okay. how disgusted he is, you know. Um, and that's time, what I love about yeah. it. That's why I love it so much because it's, it's dealing so directly with all these issues, particularly feminism and equal rights, and um, and the way that it deals with it is never about the issue; it's always about the story, and it's so good. It's Peggy so Olsen. good. What a great character! Yes, and Jamie, you you were right. You know the scenes between Peggy and Don are some of the greatest scenes in TV ever. When you've mm. seen that character, you know the amount Don shares with people is very little, and in those scenes, it's magic when they get in conversation with each other. Yeah, they that give, relationship through promise. all those six series, the, the, the twists and turns it takes are uh, yeah. amazing. It's brilliant. The um, 2000 and somethings coffee table favourite for anyone who is white and lives in the West, uh, number two, it's The Wire. Oh. Um, what a show. Yeah, great. Great TV series, great TV series. But number two, the second best TV series ever made. Oh, I put it at number one. Would you? Yeah. Wow. I, I, I would reverse. I would flip the top. The top two. Would you? At uh, number one, it's Sopranos. The Sopranos, which, if you did love Sopranos, and of course you did, because how could you watch that and not love it? Matthew Weiner or Weiner is the guy behind that. He is the man behind Mad Men. So if you've never watched Mad Men and you have watched Sopranos... I don't think I knew that. Uh, yeah, I, I, think, I think that's true. I'm oh. not lying, am I, Jamie? Uh, no, uh, well, no, he was, he was part of Sopranos as well, yeah. He wasn't... Yeah. Yeah, he was one of the writers, yeah. Right. Huh, I didn't know that. Um, and uh, where did our succession, the discussion tonight, where did that come in the list? It did come in. It, it was uh, in there yeah. somewhere. It was in the, definitely in the top 100. I can't remember where exactly it placed. But uh, um, go, me, going back to... The, um, the good wife. <laughs> yes, I would hope so. Yeah, yeah. Good yeah. grief, really? Yeah. Um, I'm yeah, actually planning, after, after I finish my, my West Wing 
recap with my mum, we're going to watch The Wire because um, she uh, she, yeah, she needs she needs someone to sit with her and watch stuff. Otherwise, her attention wanders. Right. <laughs> so I don't watch the screen when we watch this stuff. I sit and I look at her. <laughs> <laughs> and I hold on to her phone. Um, no, no. Oh, man. Don't start me on wives using their phones while you're watching something really good. I ju- I well, it's not I just ju- wives. How... Uh, well, I, I don't have a husband. As well. <laughs> I don't have a husband. I'm just using wives because we all have wives. Um, but but um, reaching, uh, uh, I've started pausing it. I've started pausing it and going, sorry. Oh, the passive-aggressive pause. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. I'll wait for him. Don't worry. We can laugh at this joke again when I rewind it. And we can press play. It's great. Thanks. One day, I do really want to do uh, just an interview with Sarah and, uh, and find out everything, <laughs> why she stays with you. Yeah, you, I, you, that, that's a very Are you amazing thing. in bed? <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah, of course. Um, <laughs> good. Well, that's been fun. What, uh, did, what, you... what did you think? Were you, did you have any particular notable omissions from the from the list or from the top twenty at any rate? No. You thought I felt outraged about. Brain was so filled of it. yeah, Chuck. Where the hell was Chuck? <laughs> in there? Where the hell was Gilmore Girls? Now that's a serious point. That is a serious feminist point there, because you've kept in Aaron Sorkin stuff and you've kept in the Soprano stuff. And at the same time that that was happening, you had this Leviathan written by a woman. Um, and that is not in there. As isn't Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, which for me, you know, should be down there with uh, a very British scandal, for goodness mm. sake. Yeah, Please. that is. Yeah, that The yeah, Shield. Yeah, yeah Marvelous Mrs. Maisel should definitely be in there. That's insane that that's not. Gogglebox, for God's sake. Um, no, well, God of Gogglebox God Box has definitely got its um, value historically, I suppose. They did have some strange things in there, though. They I do think... have some weird things in there. Like, well, I, don't, I don't understand why you put a, a reality TV show on this. It's just fucking stupid. Yeah, it is really fucking stupid. Um, and and again, yeah, yeah the, the, the entire so list. What are we going to have on there? Match the day, the news. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Bake Off's I mean, in there for fuck's sake. What the fuck are you talking about? Even David Attenborough being on there is questionable for me. That's, yeah, that's borderline, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, it's a documentary TV, has some but... narrative kind of um, creativity about it, and you have to tell a story with it as well. But it's like it's yeah. fucking Bake Off, mate. Yeah, mm. yeah. What are you thinking? Fucking stupid list. Why did we ever even? go anywhere near it well it's been great having you listen tonight thank you very much uh if you'd like to send us your lists uh maybe your top 100 you can by emailing studio at the box set pod.com uh, the way that we record this means that jamie and matt can't hear the amazing music that's now playing underneath them uh but when they listen back to it they are gonna i think when you guys listen back to this episode and you hear those South African singers at the beginning, your heart's going to be so full with pride. Uh, and probably not even going to question whether or not it goes on a bit too long, maybe sort of uh, 30 seconds too long. Mm. I think you're yeah, just or maybe whether it. we should just have the funky jazz in the second part that feels entirely appropriate to the podcast. Uh, yeah, the problem is you can't... Yeah, what do you pick, Laurel without the Hardy? It's not. It just doesn't work, does it? just doesn't work. <coughs> mm. Right, um... 
Thank you. I'm off to France. Oh, I went to Dublin last Ooh. weekend. Watched Riverdance. Cried like a baby. Didn't talk about that. We'll talk about that next week. Um, are we we're done, are we? Yeah, we're done. We're done. Right. That's it. We've been going ages. Oh, sorry. I joined late, didn't I? Sorry. Oh, yeah, you did. Yeah. <sighs> um, so, more next week. And um, thank you. Thank you. Oh, and if the recording's been a bit weird this week, hopefully it'll be better next week. Excellent. To do with the new setup. Thanks. And I think Jamie's gone already. So I'm thank here, you. yeah. Oh, he's there. He's there. Right. Disappeared off my screen. So, goodbye. Thank you and Bye. goodbye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.